Hi, welcome to part three. Thank you for coming back to our podcast. So before we get into the podcast, I just want to say, can you please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook? I'm pretty active the most on Instagram and Twitter, Twitter, as uh, I might say myself. <laughs> I don't know people are saying that, but that's what I say, Twitter. So um, go check it out. If you're a person with resources that would love to give it to the people out here who are listening to the um, podcast, we would love to have that information. And if you're a person with lived experience living in anywhere in the USA and just have family homelessness at a child under 18, we would love to have you also. And hope you enjoy. Sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and a little agua if you would like. And check it out. Bye. And at that time, I was also pregnant with my daughter. So I was like, no, I'm not having a baby here. When, Where am I going to put her clothes in and right. her diapers on top of the bump beds? Because we didn't have bump beds. Like, Literally. I'm going to put everything on top of the bump bed. Like, there's no dresses, no space for that. Like, I was like, no, got to go. Do you think your son was affected by the shelter? Um, To be honest, I don't think, like, he knew what was going on. I think... Because before we got into the shelter, we was moving from house to house for like about six months. Like I had stayed at my mom's house, then I went to my aunt's house, then I went to my cousin's house. So I was jumping around for six months. And I think, like, I know sometimes it would be like, Ma, where are we going today? Like, where are we going now? <laughs> He's up for the adventure. He's like, yeah, like <laughs> I'm riding with you, mommy. I'm riding with you. So look, we'll right? for this bike. Like, I'm with you. I feel bad. <laughs> like, I will feel bad sometimes, you know. But I think with him, it was he was really surprised when we moved in. Right. That's when he was like very excited, very shy because so when me and my husband was moving everything in the apartment, he wasn't with us. So he never got to see the apartment. He was with his godparents. Right. He was with his Nina. And then the next day they brought him and he was telling his godmother, he was telling his Nina and his aunt Sola, he was like, where are we going? And he's like, this is your, they were like, this is your new home. And he was like, no, did we leave the shelter? He was like, this looks too nice. We took It's too nice. He was telling us, he was telling us, go. he said, no, no, we don't got elevators. We got a nice chandelier in the, in the lobby. He was like, no, no, we at the wrong place. No, we don't live here. And they were laughing and they were just like, no, this is your new home. You guys are gone. You guys moved out from the shelter. And he was just like, wow. Like, he was really, really shocked and surprised and happy, you know. And, you know, I would say, you know, I think it affects everybody. You know what I'm saying? Going through that, you know, bouncing around from house to house, you know. But with him, like, I tried my best, like, on the weekends to make sure he was with my mom. Because they were lenient. So it was like, you know, they didn't really make a big deal. So I would have him, I would have him go to his grandma's house or his, my grandma's house, you know, just so at least he can, you know, be somewhere where there's more space, where he has all his toys and he, you know, he could do more things because there really was no space where he was at. Um, But I think it definitely affected everybody, especially him, you know, like I would say, you know, kids are so smart and they're funny and they're honest. They're going to tell you what's on their mind. And my son, he was very expressive. So you know, when I'll be like, oh, we got to go somewhere else. He'll just be like, oh, my God, where are we going now? <laughs> like, and then, you know, he would tell me, he'd be like, Ma, you know what? 
I'm gonna get rich and I'm gonna buy you a house. <laughs> you know, and that's what he would tell me. And I'd be like, don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna find something. And and we did. And I think once he saw the place, he was just like, wow, like finally we're out of there. We're out of the shelter. Finally, you know, our home, you know, more space, you know, you can do more things, more privacy, you know. So yeah, but he was real excited and shocked. And it was so funny because when his godmother kept telling me that story, I was like, what? He really was like, no, no, we don't live here. We got to go. It's not our house. We live in the shelter. <laughs> you know, kids are very smart. They know everything. You know, they, they, they definitely, know. you think they don't understand. You know, he was five years old. He's eight now. And he understood everything that was going on. He definitely did. So I know you said you, was, you got depressed um, in the shelter. How did you, did they, did they offer you help? Did they see that you were depressed? I know, like, because you went also, so, so I think it's different. Yeah, and it was different. did you get over that? So I was depressed because I had a miscarriage. It was a okay. boy. I was five months pregnant. It happened. Oh, my God, I remember the date. That's crazy. Uh, May 17, 2020. Wow, I don't wow, I didn't even remember the date. I just popped from my head. Um, so I was depressed because of that. You know, like, I really... Like, I never experienced a miscarriage. And it was very painful. Like, I'm somebody, I felt like knives was <laughs> stabbing me in my stomach. Like, it was really, really bad. And I think, like, that was the main reason why I was depressed. Besides my situation, you know, not being in a stable, you know, stable place, you know, dealing with, you know, the shelter, the system, and DHS and all that. But I was mostly depressed because I was just like, like why like why did this happen to me you know and then it's crazy because I would go to the supermarket and I would see you know beautiful ladies that are pregnant and they're like almost due and I'm just like like wow like why did this happen to me like you know what I'm saying why did I lose mine and they get to keep theirs you know that was that was something that I was thinking about sometimes when I would go to the supermarket you know? um oh sorry I'm about to cry <laughs> but it was, I'm so um, sorry I'm so sorry um but yeah, that was like the main reason, like why I was depressed, you know, besides my living situation, you know, I was just really like, like, just like, why did this happen to me? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, like I said, everything happens for a reason, you know, there was a reason why God did that because like two months later, I was pregnant, had a girl, had my rainbow baby, you know, a lot of people can't say that, you know, so That's true. I did get pregnant fast and, you know, she's my everything, you know, she's a blessing to us, you know, and but yeah, it was it was a lot going on, and um, you know, also living in the shelter, you know, it, it's it's stressful because you have to deal with a lot of different personalities. You know what I'm saying? The caseworkers, the security. Some security they were they were cool, they were real nice. Some they just wanted to be jerks for no reason. They like, police officers when they were. That's yeah, what they fucking were. <laughs> like I remember this one security guard. He'd be like, "Oh, why are you coming in at this time?" Or you know, and I'm just like. Leave me alone. Like, we have COVID going on, so much going on in the world. You're about what time I'm coming? Like, leave me alone, you know? Like, you know, and it was, you know, some of them, they were just, they would just want to be annoying, you know? And it's like, you know, I mean, I get it, you know, you're doing your job, you know? But at the same time, with everything going on in the world, like, I don't need you to be questioning me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need that, you know, extra, that extra negative energy, you know? But some of them were like that. Some of them were just... They just wanted to be a jerk. It was just like, oh, you didn't sign, you didn't sign in the sheet last week. Or, you know, this is like, okay, you know, relax. It's not that serious. <laughs> like, but that's is a lot. It's my do you have <laughs> help after everything? Or do you just kind of, you know, go through it and go through the motions of how like life to, to be honest, 
I went through it, through the emotions of the, like, it was just like a roller coaster. I never went to therapy. At the time, I wanted to, but, because there was another program helping me when I was already about to move out. Um, but what happened was they put me on a waiting list for therapy. And the waiting list was like three, four months. Oh, wow. So I was just like, okay, nah. well, they called me, they called me, and then they never called me. And I was just like, forget it. And to be honest, like, I do feel that, you know, I do need therapy. And that's something that I do want to look into. And I want to try it. Right. Um, because, you know, I did go through a lot. And I don't think I fully healed from everything. It was just like, everything happened so quick. And it was just like, okay, I don't have time to sit down and cry. Think about why. I just got to keep moving. You know, I got to keep pushing. And okay, what's the next step? What do I have to do to get out of here? What I got to do to find a better job? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, I didn't really have time to process everything, I would say. I was just like, just get up and go. Just keep moving. Because at the end of the day, I can't give up. You know, there were times I didn't want to go to work. But it's like, I have to because I have to pay my car no I gotta pay credit cards so I had to go to work even if I was feeling sad or stressed out or depressed like I just had to had to do it um one thing I did do um because I'm big on self-care so and also I would write in a journal like those were just things that I would do for myself because um, I've been writing in a journal since I was like in high school so that's something that I kind of that's like an outlet for me right and sometimes I'll just you know read a book or listen to music or just go out to dinner with friends and just talk you know about everything that's going on you know you got to do that girls night sometimes you know you you have to you know and just separate get you know get away from everything because life is hard you know it's it's not easy it is it is it's a struggle but you gotta do what you gotta do hello hi baby (laughs) oh my gosh if you had to change something about your experience in shelter, what would that experience be and why? Hmm. Got to change something. I would say probably I would say about to change something. I would probably say um probably like the caseworkers like I just felt like they they really didn't help me like if I was able to change that like you know the way they treated us like I would I think I would rather change that experience I just felt like some of them were not really helpful you know and one of them actually one of my caseworkers she was actually leaving the job so once we were moving from Blake Ave to the motel in Queens she was like listen I don't even care. You don't have your paperwork. It's fine because I'm about to leave this job. And I'm just like, what? Like, but I, I would probably say that because they also had a clinic there. And that's one thing yeah. I could say that was really good that they did do a physical with us, which is important. And I didn't know that shelters have clinics. I really didn't know that until I got there. And they definitely would be like, you know, if you need any, you know, a referral and like that, they definitely will help us. That's one one good thing I could definitely say that you know they had a clinic and they were the nurses. They were very helpful, you know. That's good. And they did do physical exams on everybody and the kids and things like that. Yeah. But you know, I, I definitely probably would. I don't know. Probably would just change that because to be honest, I just feel like everything I went through, it just made me stronger and wiser, you know, so I like, I really wouldn't change a lot, and it kind of just made me 
feel grateful for everything I do have. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I always try to teach my kids. Like, you know what? You have to be, you know, you have to stay humble. You have to be grateful for everything you have. You can't complain. And that's something I tell my son when he wants to complain. Listen, we're not going to complain because, you know what, we, other people have it worse, you know. And that's something that I try to, you know, teach my kids, you know, no matter what, don't complain, you know. And if you don't like your situation, then change it. And if right. you can't change it, then change your attitude, you know, and don't complain about it. You know, that's something that I'm big. I'm always trying to tell my kids, you know, I always try to, you know, keep that instill in their mind to let them know like you know you can change the situation you know what i'm saying if you right. feel like you can't then i don't want to hear you keep complaining about it <laughs> you got to find different strategies you know life is like chess it's true wow thank you so much. Like, thank you you want to shout out your business again we're gonna still have the link down below but i don't want you to forget I'm I'm, a, I'm a definitely gonna text you the Instagram. Yes. Um, so our Instagram um is gold dot order three sixty photo booth. So we're on Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook. Um, and I will definitely send you send the link too, so if you can, you can post it. Why did you pick and that name? Gold order. Okay, so gold like the color. Yeah. Um, because to me the color is just like gold is just like royalty you know <laughs> like that color represents rich and to be honest i didn't even think of the name my husband he's the one who thought of the name of the oh logo. really oh <laughs> yeah. wow yeah he actually you know and it's funny because the how he got the name was we do um we did a vision board i try to do a vision board every once a year because i'm not gonna lie vision boards they help me you know definitely complete my goals and things like that so on his vision board, he had um he had um words gold order on it too, and it was something else from the magazine that he put, and that's how we got the name. And then the logo, he came up with the logo, and the colors is black and gold. Okay. And we got our logo padded and things like that. So I'm gonna send it to you. So y'all can't steal it. You heard? She's got to pad it. <laughs> exactly. Try to steal her stuff. Yeah. And we're LLC. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm definitely going to say information because, you know, we definitely would like to have more events this summer. We do all events, you know, baby showers, birthday parties, weddings, gender reveals, baptisms, and we do all boroughs in New York and we do New Jersey. So we're focusing on New York and New Jersey right now. A small business is going to be up on the rise. They're yes, definitely. <laughs> making the money, making the money. Yes, definitely. Yes. So do you have any last word for the people who are listening right now? Uh, so hold on, let me look for a quote. I'm big on quotes. Like, I love quotes. <laughs> like, and you see my Instagram, there's a quote every day. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really big on quotes. I'm always doing, like, quote of the day. <laughs> so while she's looking for that. I'm going to tell you guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for coming here and hearing her story. And hopefully it resonates, make, hopefully it makes you understand people in the shelter more. And as the, I think people always have the idea that they just don't work. They're just lazy. But it doesn't happen like that. Things happen for different reasons. And people end up in the shelter because of different scenarios and things happen to them. And I just want you to take away um, what we said and about schooling, about like if you're a worker in a shelter, if you're a person who think that, you know, maybe I can go to the shelter, you can make it. As long as you put your mind to it and really put your feet on the ground and 
really work for your you and your family, you can make it. it. It can be stressful, it can be depressing, but you can make it through anything that possibly can come up. It's not going to be easy. I'm not going to tell you go in there, you're going to have an apartment, one, two, three. It takes time, it takes work. And as she said, she had workers who were not helping her. She did most of the legwork. She did most of the, the Googling, 311-ing, anything she could do to help herself to get her shelter, she did. You can't just sit there and be like physical in this situation. Some shelters workers are amazing. Others are not so much. So you have to take it into your own hand and be your own advocate for yourself to get things done for you and your family. You are your biggest advocate. You are your kid's biggest advocate until they get, become 18. Even after they're 18, you're your, their parent. You're always going to be their biggest fan. That's just how it is. Um, Just do your best. And also follow us on social media. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok. Um, if you have any ideas that you want us to do or even topics you want us to talk about, um, tell us about that. We also do resources. If you have a topic you think that you want to um hear me and the other fellow, Lorden, you heard her story before, um, talk about, we could also do topics. So if you want to do a topic and want to hear us and what our opinions are on it or just different things like that, that will be good. If you want to learn more about certain things or different topics, you could um, ask us about that too. And we could do like a Q&A podcast kind of thing to hear, like if you send in questions and we can do things like that. This is this idea top of my head. I'm not sure what you would like, but if you come to the end of this podcast and you hear this part, this part is for you. Just saying. So are you ready with your quote right now? Yes, I'm ready. Um, so this quote is by Dr. Steve Maraboli. Um, it's take action. One thing is not enough. Act upon your goals. If somebody was watching your day-to-day -day behavior, would they be able to see what you're working towards? What your goals are? If the answer is no, fix it. Oh, that's a good one. I like it. So thank you guys. Do you have anything else to say? No, that's it. Thank you so. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Yes, this so was fun. This was fun. It was fun. I like it. You're very easy to talk to. So thank I enjoyed you. it. <laughs> so we have come to the end of the podcast, guys. Thank you again for coming and listening to us. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Thank you for coming this far in the podcast. We have made it to part three. I'm asking please to um, help out her business and to support her and her family right now. That would be so great. Um, no pressure or nothing. But also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And uh, hope you and your family is doing okay. And if you have any resources, once again, we would love to have that for the family to listen to our podcast and the people who watch us on social media see you next week on the next podcast